it's on. They need to check their wiring, then from there over to here. Okay. Well, not now. <laughs> um, I'll walk upstairs and see what I can. Good morning, everybody. All right, glad to see everybody here. It looks like we're getting back to our full crowds. Uh, school is starting back, or started this past week, so uh, I'm sure I see lots of happy faces out there that summer is finally over. Um, I don't know if that's from the children's side or the parents' side. So, um, good morning again. Uh, I've got a few announcements I'd like to make. Um, I'll just start here at the top, so, so uh, get your pencils and papers out, and you can take lots of notes here. Some of these are on our bulletin, but some of them aren't. Uh, starting on August 16th, uh, see Kristen, or Christine about uh, upward evaluations. Uh, we're going to have those starting on August 16th. Um, Saturday, August 14th. Oops. Is that a book? Saturday, August 14th, we have our Red Cross training um, that'll be coming in. We're, we, the church is going to be utilized as a shelter, and so in order for us to do that, we're going to have uh, training so that we can have uh, people certified uh, in how to operate the, uh, the shelter. That training will be uh, 9 a.m. to 3 o'clock on August 14th. Uh, here at the church, and that will provide a lunch for you. Um, get with Christine and someone else. Who else? The church office. Or the church office. Um, we'd like to uh, have an idea of how many how many people will be coming, so that we can plan the materials and the lunch. Um, also. We have attendance sheets uh, on the end of the rows for everyone to sign in. Please fill that out. Uh, we, we'd love to know how many people we have each week and uh, so that we can see who's been here and, and, uh, and welcome them. Uh, other things that we have today, at 3.30, there is a, a church council meeting at, uh, I'm not sure of the time, uh, 5 o'clock is the deacons meeting. Uh, but we also have a youth committee meeting to, today as well. Okay. Okay. So that'll be the next week? Okay. Um, another announcement we have is Wednesday, August 11th uh, at 545, we have a family night dinner. Uh, this will be our second uh, dinner for uh, this fall, I guess, the end of summer. We, we uh, kind of suspend those uh, during the summertime, so this is our second family dinner, uh, and it looks like we are having uh, cold-cut sandwiches, chips, and dessert. Uh, and then also Sunday, next Sunday, August 15th, we have our uh, church-wide potluck. Uh, we try to do that ever so often, 
Um, and we're also kind of kicking off upward uh, with the, the lunch after church. So immediately following our services, uh, we are going to have a potluck lunch. We'll set up the tables and so forth. Um, Jerry Wagner uh, helps coordinate all that. Uh, please see her. We have passed around, uh, maybe through Sunday school classes, some sign-up sheets. Uh, we're looking for people who can either help with uh, the cleanup afterwards or prepare a vegetable or a salad uh, to, for the potluck. So uh, if you can uh, assist in anything like that, please see Jerry and, and we will get you on the sign-up sheet. And I believe that's the end of our announcements for today. Let's all stand up and welcome. Hey, Mike.
deviate a little bit from our program and as you know we had a reception this morning for the Hobbs family this is the sixth anniversary it's hard to believe it's been six years it seems like it's been much shorter than that and Dr. Tim on behalf of the church we'd like to thank you for six years of service we have a card and a gift for you and we certainly love you and appreciate you and we look forward to the next great six years. Well, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Okay, you'll have to bear with me because I don't like public speaking. But anyways, as you all know, I just got back from Mexico and I wanted to tell a few of the stories before you get to see them for yourself in the slideshow. Um, many times I've been asked about the meaning of my bracelets, and there is a meaning. I don't just wear them just because. But the children who don't have anything often just run up to me and give them to me, whether I give them something or I just show them love. So they're often used to raise money for their families, but they have such joy and they have such willing hearts to share that they'll give whatever they have to me. And I've been going there for the past five years, and I've found 
this excerpt to be true. It says, find that person you can't love and make the effort. Find that spot that stretches you so much it hurts and go for it. Step over your comfort and experience someone else's immediate need. Tell them it's going to be okay because you get it, because you just want to love them. I don't know what that looks like for you. Maybe it's a hello at the store. Maybe it's taking in a family who needs a place to stay. Or maybe it's your simple acknowledgement that God is all you need. And in Mexico, I have found that to be true. I am so grateful for your willing and giving hearts for you sharing the toys. And I just want you to know that the joy that lit up their faces just is evident in these pictures that you're about to see. And Isaiah 25 says, For you have been a refuge to the poor, a refuge to the needy in their distress, a shelter from the rainstorm and a shade from the heat. When the blast of the ruthless was like a winter rainstorm, the noise of aliens like heat in a dry place, you subdued the heat with a shade of clouds. The song of the ruthless was stilled. I have seen the beauty in Isaiah 25 firsthand, from a country ravaged with floodwaters looking to be restored by a God of hope, clinging to his strength. I have seen the beauty of Isaiah 25 in a mother and father torn apart by pain and tragedy from two of their children being hit by a bus, expected to not see another day. Found on the street by their oldest brother, who still bears the guilt as though he could have stopped it from happening. These beautiful people hold on to the promise that in spite of the brokenness and pain, God is still God. And one last thing. She fights present apathy all the while knowing full well where she longs to be. She listens to the past memories all the while begging for clarity among all the uncertainties. Her heart is reeling at all the various present feelings. The little children are not far from her mind. She looks to you for peace, and of it she hopes to find. And even though she just returned, she'd give anything to retrace her steps, give up what little she has earned. Oh, to be among the rejoicing and the weeping, the trials and the seeking, to be among the piercing dark chocolate eyes, to take hold of your beautiful people and revive your ties. The passion burns a flame deep within, leaving an undeniable ache. The days spin afar, they attempt to take her and break. But God, she fights the apathy. She knows where she longs to be. Someday soon, the uncertainties, they will fade into the settling shade. And all of her will be in the same place. And she will result to keep running the race. Alongside your beautiful people, though native to a different language, beneath the same steeple. Until then, she will fight on her knees. She will keep loving from afar, even with the same sense of ease. These people have been written on her heart for years, and the passion, the love, have driven her time and again to tears. Greater things are to come. Hope still remains even to what is undone. Take hold of your cherished Vicente Guerrero. She lets the thoughts resonate. The love that you have for them is undeniable, because you take the greatest care in your sparrows. Love them won't you love them until she can go. Let your healing and your very presence be bestowed. The passion you keep growing, the love you keep showing, the battle you keep fighting. She whispers, this is all for you, because you, Lord, make all things new. Nothing will stop this daughter of yours from singing, because with every instance, your hope shines new meaning. Tears crawl down her cheeks, and she sits and she patiently seeks. You and the someday soon, the day at home, will truly become where she is always known.
please be seated. Before I read the scriptures, Kristen, thank you so much for doing what you do and helping us and leading us in that great commission, not only in our Jerusalem and our Judea, but in our Samaria, i.e. Mexico. Thank you so much. And now uh, the scripture reading is from Hebrews chapter 11, verses 1 through 3 and verses 8 through 16. I will be reading from the New English Bible, a different translation than what you'll see up there, so it'll give you two different ways of looking at the same scripture, but it's indeed the word of God for us. And what is faith? Faith gives substance to our hopes and makes us certain of the realities that we do not see. It is for their faith that men of old stand on record. By faith we perceive that the universe was fashioned by the word of God so that the visible came forth from the invisible. By faith, Abraham obeyed the call to go out to a land destined for himself and his heirs and left home without knowing where he was going to go. By faith, he settled as an alien in the land promised him, living in tents, as did Isaac and Jacob, who were heirs to the same promise. For he was looking forward to the city with firm foundations, whose architect and builder is God. By faith, even Sarah herself received strength to conceive, though she was past the age, because she judged that he who had promised would keep faith. And therefore, from one man and one as good as dead, there sprang descendants as numerous as the stars or as the countless grains of sand on the seashore. All these persons died in faith. They were not yet in possession of the things promised, but had seen them far ahead and hailed them and confessed themselves, no more than strangers or passing travelers on earth. Those who use such language show plainly that they are looking for a country of their own. If their hearts had been in the country that they had left, they could have found opportunity to return. Instead, we find them longing for a better country, I mean the heavenly one. That is why God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he has a city ready for them. Let us pray. Dear God, we bow our heads individually and corporately. And in doing so, we, are, we affirm that you are the supreme power of this universe. You are all things to all people. And every person has a God-shaped vacuum, a God-shaped blank that 